0: Alright, go ahead. Hello, 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 hello. Hello. We're hey, checking levels up? here. We're yep. checking <laughs> levels here. Yep. <laughs> Sounds good, I guess. You guys yeah, look like 1985, <coughs> I arrived. Thirty-three years, damn. I'm grateful I survived. We wasn't supposed to get past twenty-five. Ch- ch- jokes on you, motherfucker. We alive.
1: now ah, that's some adult conversation there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how's it going, man? Doing good. I'm sitting out here. Uh, Josh Cabaza. Yeah. My Our buddy house. Josh Cabaza. You probably know who I am since this is my podcast. Here at Casa de Cabaza. Casa de Cabaza in San Antonio. Hey, We're currently... Uh, Dealing with uh, Josh's son, Isaiah, being a little just inquisitive, I guess. <laughs> Dude, it's like they have this innate sense of whenever
0: you're going to do something, <laughs> when
1: you're trying to actually do something there. Yeah. The only oh way man to,
0: to truly distract your children is ice cream. So to them, it's like, whoa, Wednesday, I'm getting ice cream. You put on a movie for me. So, like, yeah, because I know it's going to take 20 minutes to eat that ice cream, big ice cream cone I gave him, and then I go have sex. <laughs> so
1: cartoons don't even work anymore then? Like you can't just sit them down on a, on no, a cartoon and get them?
0: To, they're at the age that they know how to use the remote, so they're worse than us switching through channels. They'll watch a cartoon, and as soon as... It doesn't even have to go to commercial. They'll flip it to something else and watch that cartoon, and then go back, and then he figured out how to go through the... Um, like to search and stuff, mm. and go th- and go through the menu. So. Dude,
1: that's crazy, man. Yeah, it's crazy, like how kids, like they're the technology they're growing up with. That's just normal for them. Yep. You know, we couldn't have even conceived when we were there. You know, at my daughter age. knows
0: how to navigate through. She's four and she knows how to navigate through YouTube. She just turned four. Dude, but you know, since she was like, since she was two, she knew how to like swipe, go to the next video, like scroll. She could do all that. Um, dude, I'm telling you though.
1: It is going to have profound effects on how the generation coming, like their generation, like our kids' generation. I don't have kids, but you know, what and, do you mean? Uh, the, the just the environment that they're growing up in. It's going to make them to completely different human beings. Like different, the way they're they're going to operate. You know, kind of like their their operating systems, their programming based because on they're growing up their with cultural technology. programming and shit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just they're just going to be different. I don't know how, it's going to be gonna way be, different just like it's the people a-
0: who when they it's not going to mess them up. It's just like the people when they first got the radio and the news when they first got the newspaper, when they first got the television. Right. That's a whole new generation that's that's born now this is bigger than all of that cuz this is a new Well, it's all of that system. in
1: one the internet is is everything in one it's it's yeah. television it's radio yeah. it's everything in one place
0: you, you just have to watch what 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 they watch what the what what input they're getting yeah you know what i mean it, it, in, i don't like well they can't get on phones they can't get on internet i don't give them my phone when we go eat yeah i don't do that my parents do that when we go yeah out them, but i don't i don't like i'm like no we're, we're talking we we Yeah, you don't get the phone right now. Well,
1: also as a kid, you have to learn that sometimes you have to sit there and be quiet and let the adults talk. And like they, you have to learn that. You know that if you let them just distract themselves some way, I guess depending on what you're doing. But like you know, sometimes as a kid, you know, it's like that's the shitty thing is you get when you're a kid, you don't care about anything, you're having fun, and then adults drill it into you that you have to be live a certain way.
0: No, it's not drilling it into him. Hey, you have to live this way. It's just like. I'm not on a phone watching a movie, so you're not going to be on a phone watching a movie. And then right. if they ask a question and I'm having a conversation, I mean, I have a appropriate conversation in front of my kid. i will be like, and then this fucking dude, Right. like I was like, fuck you dude. Well, that's why the I'm like playing you know, that intro music. I mean, he's heard bad words, on you I mean, motherfucker. We alive. He's heard, I mean, his mother curses like a sailor. So, I gotta I always gotta constantly tell. I'm like, you work with kids, lady. <laughs> and it's just just like I said, fucking throw it away. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> dude. I'm, I'm 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 the one with the potty mouth. I'm the one there that goes on stage and talks about says says bad words and says horrible shit. Yeah, I was just like, but when I'm having a normal conversation with you at the house, I never cuss. I never cuss. I never say. I would say innuendo mm-hmm. that I know they're not gonna get. But I don't cuss, and she's over here. Oh. Oh, I thought I told you to fucking clean the dishes. I'm like, "Yo, take it down a notch." <laughs> so it's it's mainly censoring my wife cuz I know what they're watching on TV, I know what they're watching on YouTube cuz I have settings on there. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, you definitely but you know, every new every day there's a new app that they might find out about that they downloaded that you didn't realize that they could do
0: something with they it. They don't know about the Play Store. Huh? They don't know about the Play Store the app store the app store they don't know about it okay well, i got a well i got android <clears> play store yeah they don't know about that well
1: you could also make their apple id i don't know I, I don't know i don't know i don't have kids i don't have to worry about that shit but it is definitely a thing you have to worry about as a parent yeah uh i mean you had to worry so.
0: about that when we were little i mean but it was just yeah harder. It, was it was just, just kind of to starting watch though at that point to to like porn it was just a magazine right amazing if somebody had a video yeah so I mean, it was like Victoria's Secrets. You remember know, a Victoria's Secrets thing? You're like, let me bro, do this.
1: Well, bro. I we were back then, like, I was I was jerking to fucking the ni- channel ninety nine, dude. Like, and it's like you get a titty every like, see, every never, now and then, like you get a titty for a minute.
0: I never had that. I the only time it was for, like scrambled titty for a year for <clears throat> a year. I we had HBO and I remember my parents got rid of it, but there's HBO Real Sex, and we stayed up yep. late at night. It was just all that soft core. Yeah. I remember barbed wire. And it was just like, oh, yeah. what though?
1: We didn't have HBO at my parents' house, but on occasion, I'd get to go stay at my grandparents'. Oh, yeah. Have, have a stay over, like, and, you know, I always yeah. loved it because my granny would go to bed and I'd Same still be thing. watching TV and yeah, just watch porn. And then HBO, baby. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I remember we were at a hotel once. Yeah. My grandpa had all <laughs> <his laughs> these channels. Oh, dude. And I remember he he told uh, oh, man. all the kids are still awake. And he was like, go to sleep. I want to watch my good movies. <laughs> 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 And then I hear my grandma <laughs> slap him. She's like, "You're good, bed too." He's like, uh. "And I never knew what that meant." I was like, oh, uh, "Good movies." And later on, I was like, man. "Ah, you're good uh, movies." I, I got. So, you.
1: here's a question for you: Do you think porn isn't it, like? Do you think it's a problem in this like society? Like, do you think it's like uh, creating just negative outcomes that are more detrimental to society than beneficial? Porn in, just in general.
0: <clears throat> um. I mean, because
1: in a lot of marriages, I've this is just things I've read online, just different, you know, research and stuff in regards to uh, like porn addiction and shit. Yeah. And um, in marriages, it's like typically I believe a common problem, like the men will watch a lot of porn and jerk off and then all of a sudden their sex life suffers and uh, women get all like uh, anti-porn because they think it's like making men desensitized to actual sex. And this is something that I've seen on are you, you're on Reddit, right? You you on Reddit? No, I'm not on Reddit. Oh okay. So well Reddit, you know what Reddit is. Yeah, I know what Reddit is. So there's a subreddit <clears throat> uh, female dating strategy and it's I saw I found this subreddit and it's like it's very interesting the way these women think, like in terms of how they date. Like it's very much like strategic and shit. And uh they're, one of the things though that they t- talk about all these men like in their code of like their ethos is like Men that watch porn are like the enemy of their dating strategy. I found that interesting. I was
0: like, uh, because you get an unrealistic view of of sex because it's entertainment, and right, and I, I guess less women is that what they're trying to say? Less women watch it and yeah. Deal themselves I think to they're it? just saying. I, I think it's more like they're it ruined marriages. It, it's, it's
1: making men sexually.
0: Aggressive?
1: No, 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 no. Sexually, like, uh, just they, they, they don't want sex. Like, they can get it out that way. They get the monster out with porn, and oh, then you know, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So they're not even wanting to like they're not they're impotent or whatever. They you know they're just not uh, engaged sexually with their partner, and that's like seen that's the much. problem in their mind because they're just watching porn they're so desensitized. much. Desensitized, and they're. I mean, yeah, yeah, desensitized for sure. But in terms of how that affects their partner it's like i think that's the what the women if i'm understanding what their what their thought mm. process is with it is that they think it makes their men not engage them sexually anymore because you know i see, you see they, what
0: women don't like it because you're you know if you came in and you and, and you're yeah. well i guess guys would have less what it's like problem if, dude carmelo fucking carmelo anthony dude uh what was i saying <laughs>
1: uh we were talking about Men uh, watching
0: porn and not wanting to have sex with their wives or girlfriends. Yeah, but they probably didn't want to have sex with their wives or girlfriends even if they weren't watching porn. You Uh, know what I mean? When the people had their video collection or their magazines or did it to their thought, uh, I mean, it's probably a combination of tired from work, uh, not confident in themselves because they're either fatter or their shit don't work the same. Uh, maybe they're not. Or you're just tired their of your partner.
1: You've had sex with them so many damn times that it just kind of doesn't have the same sort of
0: pizzazz as it used to. No, you just try new shit. Well, like, yeah, you do. You just but you got to be a. Tra- you still got to be attracted. You still got a. Uh, you still got to date. You still got to flirt. You still got to. That's that's a big thing. People don't. And it's like also, you know, you the, gotta like slap her ass every now and like then. Being, we don't like being turned down. And it's like you're married, and it's just like. A lot of dudes will turn to porn because um, the wife's like, I'm on the mood. I'm on the mood. I'm on well, the yeah. mood. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, well, now I'm in the mood. It's just like, yeah, twice a month. What the yeah. fuck? So I, that's could be a reason why yeah. guys go to porn. But I think mm-hmm. it's more. Well, I, I think, mean, it's a combination of everything. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. That's I agree with that cinema. But also I, the dudes don't read it right. I know that was my biggest problem. I did not read it. My wife just gets home from work. The kids are like all like over her. The house is a mess. I'm like, hey, let's go over here and she's like, I'm not in the mood. Are you serious? Yeah. It's the middle of the day. I got shit to do. And so you gotta get the right <clears throat> timing you know for it.
1: I think what what you gotta do is like do some fun stuff. Like y'all go out somewhere to a bar and you're like, Let's go fuck in the bathroom right now. Like Just go do some crazy fun shit like that. That will add spice to it because you're doing like that adds the element of the danger factor. Like, ooh, we're not supposed to be doing this. And it makes it fun. Like it's it adds like excitement to me. It it
0: does. But that's cute when you're in your late 20s or early 30s. I mean, but once you get your late 30s and your 40s, it's like fucking that ain't cute.
2: Well, well, I ain't in my late 30s,
1: motherfucker. So, well, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) go suck a dick. (laughs) Fucking Carmelo, dude carmelo anthony um i think there's the fundamental error like in that female dating strategy thing like they're not they're not taking into account what is it like i found anecdotally so with like my relationship like it's always like and burr said this on his last special he's like if i've learned anything in five years of marriage, is that we're always working on me (laughs) (laughs) and i was like oh man that resonated for me I was like, yeah, it's like I, I felt like in in maybe in general, maybe it's just my personal experience. I shouldn't generalize um, that women don't necessarily like account in their in their role in that sexual struggle In that. Like what? It, how, how could you have contributed to make it better? Like, are you doing your best job? You know, could he have uh, legit gripes about things with you? You know, so it's like if if one side's just. Hell bent to, to tell say the other sides of the one that's in the wrong and like that there's like we're not at fault at all then like that's what i'm like i realize as i go through things more where i'm like you say you'll tell me i on stage i'm so kind of authoritarian if, well, and I'm happen- like i'm
0: somebody has to cross the line i'm not somebody has to cross lines the other side if they're not going to join the middle it's just all right my girl don't like me watching porn <clears throat> I'm, do i like watching porn more or do i like being with her more you know what I mean? I was like, you know what? I like being with her more. So you watch <clears> either a lot less porn or no porn. Versus, or on the other side, the lady uh, was just like, you know what? My dude is always watching porn. You know what? I'm trying to spice it up. Let's see. I'll watch with you. You know what I mean? And they, wa- and they, and they mm-hmm. watch it together. But somebody has to cross the lines of what's <clears> going to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so... Let's get into if it and if it's really a problem, like, like, or if you don't want to watch the porn, just midday, be like, pull your pants. I'm gonna suck your dick. I'm just like, holy shit. Well, dude, a healthy
1: sexual life with your partner is fucking. It's it's unquestionably like a non-negotiable. You have to have that to have a successful relationship, man. No, long term. I
0: disagree with that. I think, dude, if you're not no, because there's two people. There's two people. If two people got together and they were just a, they just really liked each other's company but they were asexual people which i know people like that they don't have sex okay. for, for years but they like hanging out they like watching movies together they like you know what i mean i get that we're talking about
1: people though that like having sex okay i'm saying which is most people i would have th- i would think that the percentage of asexual people that exists in the population is probably less than 5 probably i don't know maybe like a couple of percent maybe i don't know the percentages it's not much the the vast overwhelming majority of people uh like sex so i think it's like if you're in a relationship for a long time i've just experienced it. i've been a long-term relationship you know like sex can kind of you can go through little phases where maybe you haven't really fucked that much over the last few weeks month and then you'll have like a couple week period where you fuck like all the time a bunch yeah you kind of like make up some numbers you know like so but it has to be there's still ha- that has to be like that ha- you have to be actively engaged in your partner and I think dude um it's like mixing it up is for sure fun uh and that that's I think to me one of the challenges of being a human being or at least for me anyway is like the idea of monogamy to me sounds great in theory and then I'm like I'll be non-monogamous or I'll be single for a while and now I'm like feeling like, you know, maybe I'd like to be in a monogamous relationship again. Impressive. But then I'll get in that and then six months later I'll Rass be like this is greener on the other side It's
0: like exactly so it's like So going back to my point, it's it's not it has to be beyond the the, the right. physical, the sex. Sure. You have to be common
1: interests and in things you like to do together and I mean the kids I'm sure take a lot of y'all's time. Don't what, mean, what, you don't, uh, well, you don't okay. have time necessarily I can't to like s-
0: I can't speak for everybody else, but for me I like that I'm with somebody who's driven because I'm driven. I never wanted, I grew up with a lot, I grew up with a lot of aunts who are strong women. My mom's a real strong woman, business owners. So I never wanted to be with somebody who was just like, where one of our lives or, or my life would take president over, like what's going on in his life? That's the one that's like steering us in that direct. No, 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 we both gotta be going. You know what I mean? You have your goals, I have my goals. Basically we both have our own lives right then we come together you know what I i mean that that's what i need i mean yeah yes a friend we laugh together and watch movies and i mean we both i mean we argue but it's not they're quick arguments dude
1: you know it's interesting you say that because if i was identifying one of the big factors for me that led to uh just not working out with with my ex with joanna um it was that for a long time I felt like I was the one trying to get shit done, working. I, I mean, I was hustling. Dude, bef- bef- you know, leading up to twenty fifteen when I left for New York from here, um, I had been like spending like three straight years just fucking killing it, and I always felt like she was kind of lagging in that in that regard. And like I was like, I wanted to be with someone because what I think for like for you and Marissa, what I would imagine is that Marissa, her by her. Driven nature and what she does in in her life, it kind of inspires you to be like, man, I gotta, I gotta do my shit, you know. Like, and and, and you kind of inspire each other in that way. I feel like probably so. It's like if both parties yeah, are are are, are are but but it is the, the interesting thing is, it's like you're not striving towards the same goals. You're stri- striving towards different goals, but you're both in in the manner in which you're pursuing those things. That's inspiring to push mm-hmm. the other partner to want to try to, you know. So you're both like, man, I want to kick ass. You want to kick ass. And, 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 kick ass, and it helps because
0: if one falls and the other one succeeds it doesn't hurt as bad because it's like well you know what It didn't happen for me but i'm happy to have something happened for you and it's pushing us both forward right yeah um so
1: people listening to this podcast may not know you're a single i uh, uh, stay at home sorry stay at home dad that's not about a single, single dad that's what you're i You're not have. a single dad you're a stay-at-home dad but so the day, that's
0: school though so if any ladies would like to come over and have sex with me <laughs> i am available <laughs> I will have coffee breath. Uh, I do not shave anymore. Um, Oh, man. These are the same underwear I've worn for two days, but uh, we can do whatever you'd like. No. Yeah, I'm. uh, I'm Yeah, I don't know. I I I haven't been a stay at home dad for two years. My daughter's in daycare and my son's in uh, school. So I. Yeah, like. I I mean, so that gives you opportunity
1: to work work on projects. I manage.
0: Some businesses, social media accounts. Right. So that's how I'm able to stay home. And then plus um, doing animations for people, plus producing podcasts, plus what I get for making stand It all adds up. Yeah. I got like four or five little hustles that all add up for enough for me to to sustain this and keep going. Right. And buy new equipment. That's good uh, to have that. I mean, dude... Um,
1: uh, I I feel like with in terms of stand up specifically, because I know the realm of your endeavors varies. But in terms of stand up specifically, mm-hmm. um, I mean, are you are you pretty proactive about uh, reaching out to bookers to try to get stuff? Do you just kind of like let stuff come in and people ask? I mean, we c- how much do you try to be to book to be yeah to be, but like be putting out you know, avails to, to bookers to try to get bookings versus you Man, know, what you get booked I, I, the on. Only, the
0: only ones I hit up are the improvs in Texas. <clears> and <throat> then um that's about it. I got my monthly show at the Tiger. Yeah. Uh I get like it's like every two months I'll headline L O L. Uh every two months I'll headline Jokesters. Um and then every month I have my own show, and and then I fill it in with mics, and then I get asked to do shows in Austin and or down in the Valley or whatever, just here or there, private shows. Right. So it's a mixture of that, but it's just, in my head, like, I'm not even worried about that right now. Like, I should be, but I'm, I'm worried about my next hour, my next album, and all of 2020, I'm putting my head down, and I'm going up. I was only going up, like, three or four times a week since River Center closed, which is like, I used to go up like 10, 12 times a week. I was getting a shitload of work, plus showcasing, and then now it dried up, so I had to go back to Mike's. And, I mean, I'm going to Austin more, and Monday through Friday, and sometimes Sunday. If I don't have a gig, I'm going to an open mic. Yeah. Dude, I mean, that's pretty much all I've been doing, It's Mike's, but... Shitty open mics, but the thing about the some sh- of them are
1: good. Some of them,
0: no, are some shitty. of them, I'm, a lot of them I'm going to are just shitty. Oh, sorry, you guys get great open mics. I'm not, are you talking I'm not, about in Austin? No, here in San Antonio. Oh, San Antonio. I'm not talking about your open mic. Well, San Antonio is dog shit. The other people's open mic. <laughs> San Antonio is terrible. This but what I do is every comedy. week I force myself five minutes. It's not. It's not fun. It's not good. It's just topics I'm flushing out and talking on stage. Cause it's know, mostly comics. I'll try. I'll go crazy trying to tell a bit yeah. to like seven people in a bunch of comics. Yeah, dude. Um Can I help you, Zozo? Hold up. Zozo. We've got it. Can I help you? What do you need? Still doing yes, we're still podcasting. Why? Do you need something? Yeah. What do you need? You want to say hi to everybody? No. What, what, do you, what do you need?
2: A
1: food snack snack.
0: A food snack snack? <laughs> What's a food snack snack? Um, the one
2: that mama always brought me.
0: Did you eat all the blueberries? No. I didn't. Did you put them back? No. Go put them back. And that's tell brother to get you a snack. I'll make you guys macaroni in a little bit. Is that all right? Yeah. You want macaroni? All right, we'll go inside. Love you. I'm staying outside. That's fine. Stay outside.
1: Um. Now, I was going to say that uh, I think um, that's one of the things I've loved, always loved about the Tigers. That's a good spot to work on stuff. Like, you've got, mm-hmm. you've. I felt comfortable, I've always felt comfortable in there, like being able to explore topics and get into stuff that, you know, I'm like I'm trying out, I'm working on, and like the dojo and... I was still here and we would do it. Was a great thing. I fu- I felt like for me as far as just my writing and encouraging me mm. like every
0: week. <laughs> you don't touch that cigarettes in there. You don't touch those. It's gross. Um
1: like it was like for me the dojo was always when it was like us all doing it uh it was like encouragement every week I, I was like man i gotta i need to come with something new to work on like yeah. something to dojo you know so it's like you're you're working on constantly trying to come up with new stuff and they still
0: do that i just can't write i can't write with people i dude i s- i can take it back i can write with certain people mm. i can write with certain people but most people i'm not i'm not i don't know like i'm i I have an idea i know where i'm going and then i'll be like oh you can do i'm like what the f-? i know because you, they're writing as them. They don't have my voice in their head, right? It's it's not like I have to write with the most. Stop! <laughs> I have to write with the funniest comedians All right, can you, ever. Can you give us a little bit so we
1: can we can talk and then we'll we'll hang out with you in a little bit?
0: <laughs> Sozo, 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 Mamas, you want a snack? Yes. All right, Cody, talk to him. A- I'm gonna get a snack. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, you know, so you wanted to talk about last night stuff with the lol thing and i i i feel like I, i'd be willing to talk about that on this podcast because uh i don't know what it was exactly that you were referring to specifically when they threw you off the week off the, uh, when i got fired off of lol's week yes the lol week yeah um well i got booked on that lol week because um you know they headline. kevin on. saw my set well yes i do i know paul but yeah. uh, um Kevin had seen my set and so he approached me after the funniest comic in Texas uh, round that I did at LOL and was just ta- like just complimenting me and like felt the need I like told me I was one vote away from advancing Nice. and I was like cool you know I'm, that's great I've <laughs> uh, never still advanced in any comedy contest ever that I've been in, in really in 10 years nope never not once um almost like a badge of pride at this point (laughs) like never see how long i can go without ever advancing i'm not gonna like mail it in but i'll I'll give i'll give it my best shot but we'll see how long i can do that no but so i had known paul was going to be in town and i had kind of text him and then um truth be told there was um i had i had uh text paul verzi for me, I just keep saying Paul, it's Paul Verzi, the headliner for the week. Um, uh, earlier, like a month before, and he had replied to me, but then after I uh, didn't hear back from him, I had hit him up again, and then a little bit closer to the date, and then he didn't reply to me. After, uh, and so I hit him up probably shortly after that, and we, I kind of was like expressing some frustration about just kind of like feeling like I've known him for for a good while and he's like one of the main reasons I moved to New York in the first place honestly and uh he was like a mentor for me early on and like when I first was you know getting starting to get host work at River Center back in the day and stuff and so you know what I, you I respect him? him a lot but I I just I just expressed some frustration just about just, just generally because you know um it, it was more probably misdirected frustrations from something else that i you not mad it's not him? just him no i didn't get mad at him i i just uh i just acknowledged him i was like man you know i'm sorry i'm just a little frustrated you know and um and so
0: I mean, but he doesn't, after that he doesn't owe you anything no he
1: doesn't owe me anything i like i said it it was more me frustrated about comedy and taking in to a degree that I felt like I was being wrong when I wasn't being wronged, but I was also upset because I felt like even just in our interactions that I'd had with Paul, like it was very diplomatic. It felt like with him and it, it was like, man, I've known you for, for years and I felt like we've, you know, we've chilled enough that, you know, I'm a cool dude and you know me and shit, you know, it's been over the years quite a few times, you know? So it's not like, you know, we just met like, and I worked with him one week, like a couple years, you know, it's like I've, interacted with him a lot over the years so just I was just a little it felt like a little bit um like I've I've seen him his popularity kind of grow and grow and grow over the years I've known him and um you know I felt like and this is probably not the right feeling to have but I'll be honest like it just felt like he was kind of like starting to get a little bit like he's he's doing a lot of fucking shit So it's like the, the
0: little people Hey man you know, I, you know I still respect you but This is a good guest to have. Hey what's up Who is it What's up what are you doing I'm on uh, Cody's podcast right now So are you Oh okay What's up Nah I just see what you're doing Oh You gonna roll You gonna uh, Are we gonna roll with you Or are you gonna roll with us What are you guys gonna do Uh, Go to Austin For what I got a show Oh, what, oh what, what
2: show you got? Chortle uh, Portal. Chortle Portal. Oh,
0: shit. Well, what time you got to be there? Seven. I have to be there by 7.30, so I was going to take off like at uh, 6.
1: This is the most interrupted mm. podcast, by the way, of of all time that I've done. You going to
0: go?
2: Okay. <laughs> shit. Um, I don't know if I'm going to come back. Um.
0: Oh, okay. Well, get put, uh, are you going to go to George's show tonight? I was probably, yeah. Uh, can you get me and Cody in for free? Yeah, of course. All right, cool. Uh, well,
2: the, the the 7.30 is uh, sold out, but you guys are comics, so we'll just, I'll be standing in the back. No,
0: we're going to go to the late show.
2: Okay, yeah, so the 10 o'clock, like, for sure. But the 7.30 is uh, sold out.
0: No, 7.30, I'll be at Turtle Portal.
2: Oh, right, okay, okay. Well, shit, they ain't going to pick me up. Are you, I mean, and I'll just come back to the to SA. Okay. What time are you going to pick me up?
0: Um. What time is your first show? My first show is, is at seven thirty. Oh, uh, I guess I can pick uh, six. I don't know, Marissa. I'll see when my wife gets here.
2: What? You? What do you mean your wife gets? Here? Oh. You, you got, oh, so you yeah, at your house.
0: Yeah. Can you meet me at my house and then we'll go?
2: Damn, you can't pick me up.
0: Because well, I don't know. Damn it! I don't know what time she's gonna get here.
2: She gonna get there if, Dude I, I I can't I can't leave it Here at 6 bro It, it takes like There's traffic and shit I, I And plus You know like whether there's like a flat tire I, I have to leave at least By like 5 or something
0: Yeah I can't like, pi- 5.30 at the latest Right but I can't pick you up If I don't have a car
2: Oh <sighs> Okay So but, but you don't know What time she's gonna get
0: there
2: 5.30 Oh she'll get be At your house By 5.30
0: Yeah For sure That's what she said
2: okay I tell you what let me let me call him real quick uh, i'll call you right
0: back all right so anyway um yeah uh okay i'll give you an example bobby lee i've known bobby lee for 10 years right uh open for him took me to Houston improv yeah uh i started off as his driver and uh he does this bit where i have to hold a towel I don't, the, he doesn't make me do this. The club makes me do this. I have to hold a towel so he doesn't expose himself. And if he exposed himself, I had to run through a him. So I started off literally as this towel boy. Huh. And then he gave me, the next time he came through, he gave me a guest spot. Yeah. And then the, after his feature, not just a guest spot, this right. guy named Fahim Anwar, fucking hilarious out of LA. Mm. Uh, check him out. He has a a, a special. Um, anyway, so he, um, so he, 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 the third time he came back, I opened for him hmm right the fourth time he came back I opened for him and then he took me to Houston Improv right mm-hmm. and then uh I haven't opened up for him since I see him every single time yeah I don't ask him for guest spots I don't I I, I don't I did ask him to open for Houston this but that's because I'm trying to get back into the club yeah I was just like I see you in Houston in March but I'm saying I know even though I've known him for 10 years and I only see him like once or twice a year or mm-hmm. once or two weekends a year um there's like there's a me of Texas there's I'm mean, here in Texas there's a me in 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 Florida there's a me in Washington so he knows like 50 dudes or yeah. 50 comedians ladies too that are like me for that region sure you know what I mean so yeah. they're not really I mean I'm cool with them but well Bobby's not going to be like oh I'm his friend dude. you know what I mean listen man i mean he did my podcast I, that was cool yeah listen i i had hit paul up
1: w- like way way back before like last summer is when i saw that he had been booked uh to headline the houston improv and so i had seen him that he was coming through and i had just sent him like a text way back kind of like yo man sorry you're coming through kind of over the months just kind of sent him text a text every couple of months as it was getting closer
0: to the, did he ever text to the time?
1: Yeah. He texted me back and you know, it was like, but it was, it was kind of like, you know, Hey man, would love to to work with you, you know? And it just because he was coming through the region, I saw that. And so after it became pretty evident, like he, whatever he had covered or he, you know, he, he didn't need any assistance or need, need me to, uh, uh, work with him in Houston. I kind of just dropped it, but he got booked at LOL a lot. Uh, later like he got booked at LOL like within a couple months of the date uh, and so when I saw that I was like well fuck yeah okay he hasn't been at LOL in like I think six years seven years so I was like home club fucking that's what I'd love I, I gotta do that so whenever Kevin came up to me it was like the week before his week and so I had already had mentioned to him he hadn't explicitly told me anything like that like saying in a in a negative regard so I I, um, I had told Kevin, you know, like, Hey, I, I had, I had mentioned to Paul, you know, I wanted, I would love to open for him. You know, if you, if you don't have it, I was like, I don't know if you have a host for the show, but I'd, you know, I'd be, I'd love to do it. Um, I didn't tell him like Paul wants me to host. I just said, I know Paul. I mentioned it to him. And you know, if you wanted to ask him or talk to him, I I left it more as like that, I'm just letting you know, I would love the week. I'm not saying that Paul wants, like, I'm not being like, yo, Paul wants me on the week. So I don't know if that got misconstrued somehow with Kevin, because that's not at all what I meant. I meant, I just know him. I would love to open for him if, if the host spot isn't already booked. So, um, you know, he hit me up like within a few days of the show. I was like, fuck yeah, I guess. I don't know if Paul knew. That I was hosting or not, but you know, I showed up at LOL on the Friday and, you know, Paul and I were chilling in the green room and everything was cool and first show was pretty rough. I fucked up. I haven't hosted in forever and I just I'm an idiot. You know, I'm so used to just doing what I do that I didn't think, oh yeah, duh, I need to put on the hat. I need to put on the host hat. At least for the first five minutes of my set to get people acquainted to my just just getting it getting some laughter going. You know, getting some Getting some rhythm. So I never got a rhythm going in my set, and and it was bad. And so Kevin came up to me afterwards. I I acknowledged. I was like, yeah, I know. It was a bad set. I have them. If anybody out there wants to tell me they don't, you can go fuck yourself because you're lying. So second set, I totally changed it up, and I I did my old opener that I've always been like my cheesy mom sneaking drinks into the movie theater. Yeah thanking thanking the audience. Thank you for not going to the movie. We appreciate that. You could have done it, it was right there, you know, all that shit blah blah blah. Had a way better set. I don't I I think George maybe told me that I don't know if even Kevin watched my second set to see me have a good set or not. He didn't. I didn't see him after my second set. I never got a chance to talk to him about my second set. And so, you know, that night, uh everything seemed pretty cool. Um and then I was asking Paul, even if he was like, do you want to go to the Blind Tiger? And he's like, "Oh, well, you know, uh, he ended up leaving with Suarez and they went, did some shit, I guess. Uh, so uh, the next day, then Kevin texts me and he's like, hey, man, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to take you off the week. And it was my decision and blah, blah, blah. I don't remember exactly what he said. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, dude, I I just told him, I was like, I, I mean, I know that the first show wasn't that good, but I, I can't agree that the, with you on the second show, like I, I, it was a solid set. Like it wasn't like i could could go back and play you the tape of it right now and you'll be like yeah that was that was at best i mean at the very least passable which i don't even think it was just passable i'd give it a b it wasn't an a it was a b but it was like it was was definitely a above average above passable set so for me i you know i'm pragmatic man i've done i've hosted so many shows you know and i know how they go you know and i know sometimes it's you're just struggling to get the crowd going. Sometimes the crowd's in it right off the bat. You know, you know, it's, you just don't know. But it just felt like from him, like, you know, it, like, you know, like, this is my home club. I've been, I started here 10 years ago. You know, it's like, it just felt like uh, they came in and Bosca said something on your, on last time when we were on podcasting and like how it just felt a little sterile. And I think that's kind of what it felt like too for me. And so, you know, just like the just... <laughs> Cause I've never, I have never been fired from a week ever in any week ever that I've had never been fired off of one. So for me, that's a big deal. Like I, I took it very seriously. And so after that happened, man, you know, obviously I was a little bit down and, and I think that people jumped on that. And I think a lot of what happened with the tiger had to do with that because I think it was like people there's, it's like, ha what a bitch. Like he got fired. And, and, and a lot of these people I want to ask you, when, when did you get booked? Can you tell me when you ever got booked? You have to get booked to get fired. So, tell me what when did you get booked? Like do the fuck d- it it for for what that for what happened at the Tiger, not that we were that that this is the same story, but I think that a lot of that was ro- like part of what happened there and and then I, you know, I blew up and I shouldn't have and I uh, that was my mistake, but I mean that's that's something that it's. It felt like it was easy for people to just pile on whenever I had some shit happen with me, and then I didn't see the thread because I was kicked out of the dojo. But I heard there's quite a lengthy comment thread on my antics, and people brought up that shit. That they brought up the fucking uh, getting fired thing, like as if that, that was even fucking relevant to that night at the tiger. It's not. Yeah. What does that have to do with it? What does that fucking have to do with any? It, that's what I'm saying. So I think it's like Um The reasons I was fired weren't to me funny. Comedy and here's the thing, it's like, you know, you could be really good at comedy, but you may not be uh laughter is not the same thing as comedy. <laughs> like there's wait what? Yeah, I, I just feel like there's there's way more political things that happen in comedy than than people are willing to realize and that sometimes it's like Oh yeah. You know you're yeah. just there's you're just the victim of
0: some politics, you know? Yeah, but you can't you can't have the uh the mentality even if you are a victim, you can't which I'm not saying you are. Uh even if you are a victim, you can't have that victim mentality. You know what I mean of like, well this happened because they're political or whatever. You got to you just got to throw your own shit, man. People aren't going to like you and fuck it. Just You gotta find it Well then I'll say I got
1: fired Because I sucked ass On the first show
0: Boom There you go
1: (coughs) Um, It is what it is I mean I don't know I guess I'm not funny I don't know (laughs) Uh, Well How often uh, How
2: often
0: do you work On your shit (coughs)
1: Dude How often do you work On your shit Every day Every day for me too In some regard Sometimes it's just Free writing Sometimes it's more structured Sometimes it's you know me uh just 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 getting thoughts out just to get them on paper for some some tangible thing like yeah, but um i have d- reached this point where i'm for the first time in my 10 years doing this shit uh i've been writing more than i've been actually getting on stage which is like it's never been the case for me that's good i mean it's just it's like if
0: there's two things there's two things you can control writing and getting up that's it right everything you can't, you can't control fucking if, how many shows you get on you can't control how your career's really gonna go you have an idea where it's gonna go but you can't control how it's gonna happen how you're gonna pop you know so you just those are two things you can control and then in the end like i have the thought process of I'm never gonna be on Conan. I'm never gonna get an agent. I'm never gonna be on J- JFL. I'm never gonna get a Netflix. I'm nothing of this shit's gonna happen for me. So knowing all that, that none of this shit's gonna happen for me, do you still want to do it? Right. And I'm the answer. A hundred percent was yeah. Yeah. Well, I a thousand percent want to do this. It's like all right. Well then, either do it yourself or you know just shut up and and and, and be happy with 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 what you do. I mean nobody gives off fuck why why should they why i mean should they give a fuck about they, any of us they should about your career they shouldn't nobody cares they shouldn't they
1: yeah. shouldn't and they don't i mean you have to make them care it's like your job to fucking make it no you don't gotta care. i don't think you gotta make them care. i mean it's just, you it's, it's i'm wh- not saying that's your intention i'm saying that through what you're doing people care like they want to know what you're doing
0: they want to know what you have to say they yeah. care about what your viewpoints if you're are funny and interesting which is enough, what you're going for if you're funny enough and you're interesting enough, then yes.
1: Well, it's interesting that you always have heard. I mean, this is something you've I've heard from. I remember back in the day, like Ponce, and back when he was still around, and like talking about all con- all these comedians talking about finding your voice. Yeah. And it's funny, isn't it? Interesting. This is like comedians don't say finding your funny, finding out how to be funny. No, they say finding your voice is what you're going for because yes. you're looking for your personal like unique lens perspective yeah to be comedic lens more specifically like really fine-tuning it down to calibrate it to the perfect clarity of like what you're trying to say i feel like um and and your perspective and your views are so rooted in deep understanding of like what you are and who you are and what you stand for on stage and why you do this because we could have these discussions where I say laughter exists for entertainment right like this is what we do this for laughter we're trying to laughter because it's for entertainment bullshit I laugh to survive I laugh to survive dude what's up I'm getting I'm getting real pontificating here
0: what's going on Give us a few more minutes. A few more minutes. Go inside. Sozo, go inside. A few more minutes. Go. <laughs> Mama's on her way home. You better clean that up.
1: Clean up, clean up. Everybody, up. everybody, everywhere. Close, close clean it. up, clean up. Everybody, do your share. I used to sing
0: that. In oh, he's in the back seat When the I volunteered with the um, toddlers in what was church. We, what were we saying?
1: Uh, laughter. Why, why we why laughter is a thing and why we need it for entertainment sure but Release. for to survive i like i i couldn't survive without humor you it's
0: could. i would be miserable existence but you could survive
1: i mean you could maybe but like i couldn't live a life where i don't have laughter as something that's because everyday important for me
0: like he's dying faster because of it <laughs> yeah you could it's just be a a miserable existence and uh i'm the believer of it's uh it's all a simulation so i'm having fun
1: yeah i mean elon elon musk would probably agree with you on that
0: no but a different way heaven or hell is base reality uh i i mean
1: yeah i think heaven or hell exists on earth yeah i can they both they do. do Yeah. And I've been in heaven and I've been in hell. No, you haven't been in hell.
0: Yeah, I've been pretty down there. No, no, you haven't. I mean you've been you've been at the lowest point from your perspective, but you haven't been in hell. Uh, war is hell. Prison life sentence is hell. Dude, you know you know, that's that's agreed with. I'll agree with you.
1: I don't want to go to those places, but the dark places of one's own mind. Yeah the hell that they live in is in their mind now it's not actually there they're not physically present there so then so, so if I it's think in your
0: mind you're, if it's in your mind take yourself out of your hell i know but you put th- yourself there
1: i for sure
0: I, I i mean
1: you're 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 putting it in like simplistic terms i don't think it's as simplistic as you're making it like i don't think it's like just like yeah you're in hell get out like the that's not how it works you're the, not just down there because you're just going no, you, work, right you out. work at it just like how when it's people try to get flexible they don't
0: they don't start off by now i'm doing the split it's like all right i gotta slowly you, un, right. you unravel it like your headphones tangled so, up yeah so it's gonna take a while you know it's not simple but momentum it's, it's a little bit yeah yeah momentum
1: it, but here's the thing here's the thing like when, let's when say it, when momentum, it rains and pours momentum and growth right yeah good things usually right are they, though? Momentum what about if it's bad momentum? And what about what if say. it's, like, cancerous growth? You yeah, know? that's like, what I was going to say. It's like, then it's not good. What? So momentum and growth could go in one or the other direction. But I'm saying when they're going in one direction, just getting it stopped. You can't even start the other way. You have to stop it from the direction it's still going. Right. And then start back the other way. And then you got to, like, go through the, so uh, you know, so, look, so, so you. I feel like right now in my life, sorry, is where I'm like, I stopped it. And now I'm going back to the there, but I'm just like, yeah. you know, trying to get. So it's like it, there's there's momentum to be
0: still gained to get into, you yeah. know, uh, back and into it. It goes back to the two things you control writing and going on stage. Yeah. I mean, that's it.
1: I think the thing with going on stage, though, is that if I have I mean, maybe I've been writing, but maybe I just fucking don't like anything I've written and hey, I don't want to do it. Imagine. And I'm like, I can't get enthusiastic about it and to get and on stage Imagine
0: if, if this is a brand new uh I said a brand new simulation a uh, simulation, right? A brand new version that they don't know Cody. Nobody's ever seen Cody do stand up, but you still have the memory and thoughts of doing stand up. Then proceed from there. No So wait, the, the first part of Start again. Dude. With all your knowledge, start again. The first, Joy Diaz said this on his podcast. Your first 10 years of stand up is spent spinning your fucking wheels. I spent two years trying to get to the Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club, right? Mm-hmm. And then I got in, and then uh, I worked for them for three years, and then for a year and a half didn't get booked. Then I got in again and was working, and then 2019 was the least i have ever been booked and it right. went down so it's like you keep climbing that so i'm sp- i know i'm spinning my wheels what other clubs am i yeah i go with other headliners to other clubs but they're not calling me up saying hey you want to do a one-nighter hey you want a feature why because yeah i might be funny but they got like five or six other people in that town that are right. just as funny they believe maybe they are maybe they aren't i don't know you know yeah. what i mean so why why go and extend the hand to somebody who doesn't live here who's not gonna come back here who's uh y- you know y- you know what I mean? uh i mean yeah because i, I, I know. don't know what i, I think I, mean. I think i kind of get what you're getting <laughs> at uh <coughs> my whole point was just start over again Fuck, because you're not gonna quit no yeah
1: listen i'm like i haven't i have all this material dude that's i've the one, written that's, i've written that's the
0: one thing me georgia Roll said that whatever because we like to talk about you Makes us feel good about ourselves. And so, (laughs) we, when we, that's the one thing we always say He's like, well, he's not gonna quit. You know how you get that feeling? There's people who are just like, even if they're good, it's just like, I don't know. I see their habits right now. I feel like they're gonna quit. Nobody ever questioned if you're gonna quit. Just, dude, it's gonna take you a long time, Cody. It's gonna take you a long fucking time. You
1: know, you know what, dude? This is what I feel like. My first five years was a steady ascent. I did the same thing. You know, I spent two and a half years working to get a ho- first host week and then started getting host work, started getting showcase shows a lot more and started getting those. We're uh, doing midnights and, you know, building, building. Blind Tiger all started building, 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 you know, uh, writing more and more, writing. Got to New York, man, uh, six months, first six months, wrote probably close to a half hour of shit and then i hit a plateau and then the plateau i've been on i've been on it for years but years. what
0: bad behaviors did you start to do during that plateau i what mean good behaviors you I, stop dude doing? i'm not dis- i'm not
1: saying that that's not a big part of it but what i'm saying is that Getting past the plateau is something that I've inf- I've found to be very difficult. It's like when you work out and they say, you know, you Have plateau you passed or whatever. It? Huh? Have you passed the plateau? I feel like I'm ready to... I'm right there. I'm like... I feel like I'm at the end of it. And I'm like... There's something that needs to click. There's something that's not clicking for me right now that needs to click. And when it does... You're trying too hard. It's gonna... Maybe so, <laughs> I mean, but something. I'm. Di- it's like the free It's like a radio that's just not. T- it's just not tuned right on the dial where it needs to be. And it's like when it gets there, I think it's gonna be fucking. I'm gonna be just. Whoosh. But it's like I'm still like trying to get it where it's. And George and I were talking on the phone the other night, dude, about vulnerability on stage and and things where I've. I think because of things that have happened for me, um, some things be- Within my control, some things beyond my control that have happened, that I have felt that vulnerability was the enemy, and so I was very much like, no, I can't show vulnerability, vulnerability because that's what got me fucked over to begin with. So, you know, you don't. I put up this wall of like, I'm not, I can't, and so breaking through that wall to open myself up a little bit to that, like I had written a joke that I've been doing that I just came up with where it was, it was, it was true to like what I was feeling and like, like my cousin Todd's a HH 65 helicopter pilot, United States Coast Guard and a co-signer on my apartment. And I say that and it's like, that's just, I've, that's worked really well. And it's like, that's showing, like that's me putting out, that's true. <laughs> like it's, not, I'm not making that up. That's true. It's just, isn't it funny for me to say this out loud? You know, so um, that showing that, it felt like okay and then i actually felt like good something good about that like whenever that happened i'm like this it, like getting laughs on old shit yeah it's great but it feels like you're like uh and, but when you're coming out with something when you're saying something new and you're you're getting in digging into yourself and getting it out in that way like in in the comedic sense like that's the laughter that really gives me that healing feeling of like what i think i'm probably damaged me that needs that symbiotic kind of give back from the audience so uh i don't know man i think I'm, i think i'm right there i know i have all the tools i know i know how to do this dude i know how to do comedy i'm not i'm competent like it's just a matter of being in a mindset where i'm like open to i don't know how to do comedy yet. being okay how about this is a better way to put it. I know what comedy is. I know
0: nope. I know how it I, works. I def, that I definitely don't know. I know
1: hope. how the game I'm not talking about laughter. I'm not getting I'm not talking about how to make people laugh. I'm talking about comedy. The game of comedy. I don't, the know. I, comedy.
0: I don't uh, that's the part it's that I It's pretty
1: obvious. It's fuck everybody else over at your own benefit.
0: Well, no, it doesn't have to be that. Mm hmm. It's uh It doesn't
1: have to be, but that's what it is.
0: I'm I'm going to go ahead and go there's a lot of beach out here. I'm going to go ahead and build my own sandcastle. I can't yeah. go I can't play with you at your sandcastle. I'll just build my own. And that's well, that's what I we mean, we can do because somebody else gets Harvard them. graduates create their own jobs. Not really. <laughs> I don't know if that's true.
1: The I dude, I don't think the I don't think stand up as a vehicle for your income you, it's it could only be part of what yeah, you're doing. It can't be everything. You have to be doing other things. Yeah, you have to be pursuing other things. You're like you have to have multiple it's revenue much, streams. You're
0: you're you're coming a lot, in. You're a lot freer when you're not. Um, you know, like I have to do this because I need it I need the money, and it's yeah. like You don't want to do the gig, but it really gives you freedom when you have other things that are bringing in revenue, and it's like a gig you don't really want. You just a gig you don't want to do. Yeah, and you can set your price. It's just like, oh, you want me to? Okay, it's gonna be twelve hundred dollars, dude. It's not no, not twelve hundred dollars. I can't do it then, dude. Joe Rogan has it perfect. It's like he fucking makes millions off his podcast,
1: and then he just he can just go do comedy. Like he could just, you know what? I feel like going and doing. Yeah, but how many Joe Rogans are there? But I but I'm saying that 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 freedom of like what you can, yeah. where you can be artistically Think. unbound by, you know, constraints of, hey, I got to make sure I can eat, you know. No, there's a. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that opens up creativity or if I, maybe the struggle is what breeds the creativity. I don't know.
0: I, I don't know. Oh, man. I don't know. He, we were all getting caught up on on being known, being famous, and getting booked. And for for as somebody told me this, I forgot. I think it was Danny Ingle. He said, "You're trying to be a feature. Why are you trying to feature the comic? Just go." start learning how to headline be a headliner i'm like why he's like because there's more features than there are headliners so it's harder to be a damn feature than it is a headliner i was like yeah holy shit i didn't think it because that's the that's the spot people get stuck at mm-hmm. either people get comfortable or they're just you know you know what i mean it's yeah. just like so it's like I'm a, I'm a touring feature and i was just like that's a really good point so it's just like work on your chops to be a headliner it's going to take you a longer time of course. You know what I mean? And definitely takes those. I'm not saying, hey, I am a headliner. I don't feature. Fuck that. I'll host. You yeah. know what I mean? If you're going to give me a guest spot and then you have a cool room, I'll go do the guest spot if it's not too far. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, I was uh, when he said that, I was like, oh, shit. But I, all I thought of is is just make it better. Get better. Make it funnier. And, and that's how you control. When I said write every day, I'm not writing jokes every day it's uh it uh, there's a you get into a flow state so it's just like all right just write just oh this would be better as a podcast oh this would be better as a sketch this would be better as you know a cartoon this would be better as a joke and you get and you and it's constantly flowing you know what i mean but you get to determine what's a joke and what goes where but that creativity flow keeps going there so there might be like a month where i get 10 15 minutes just because stand-up is just flowing but i'm not really writing any sketches i'm not coming up with uh, the podcast or meh you know or sometimes it all works together getting that all charged there you go yeah sorry um no you know what i think um
1: what you're saying it's uh i feel in a way similar about the creative process for me is that I realized. um, sometimes the storms bring in so much water that there's you just you couldn't collect all of it. Like there's no way to collect it all. So you just collect what you can. And then for me anyway, and so I collect what I can when the storm is there and then when I know the drought's gonna come probably inevitably at some point where I can't I just But you can be like I have the water I had to keep me sustained and, and nourish me for you know growing out until i can get more
0: you know the next time i can get the water and just or you can be like heart and put out a, a good frequency and then have uh have the rain come to you at any time that you'd like dude yeah yeah you could do that <laughs>
1: <laughs> man yeah i just yeah man i i like i like i like doing comedy but i like doing comedy at comedy clubs i like performing on shows like real shows like it's fun and i enjoy it and it's brings me happiness I'll do it wherever. and it's like when i, I don't did. get
0: that for a long period it's like ah uh, i told travis this i told this guy uh, this other comic that's very famous just like us i told this other guy uh we just got off of a great set, and it was like a 100 and something people there in this coffee house. It wasn't a comedy club. but It was a dope fucking room. I had their, yeah. They had a stage. It was kick-button awesome. Uh-huh. And he got off, and he murdered. And I was he was all happy. I was like, enjoy it. And he was like, what do you mean enjoy it? Because he thought I was being an asshole. Like, you suck. Enjoy it. I was like, no, dude. Enjoy it. Because we only get audiences like this every six months. And he was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> and he's like, man, you kind of sucked the fun out of it because I thought I was like, no, you're supposed to soak it in. He's like, no, I do now because exactly six months later, I got another great show just like that. Yeah. Where it's just, it's packed and people are there to see stand up. Those are, those mm-hmm. are few and far between for for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Most of the stuff we're doing is for 15, 20 people, if that. Yeah. And they're barely going to, but if you can make those people listen, it's like you're running with, with weighted vests or something. You know what I mean? You're, Dude, you're learning. Yeah. And if you can make, if you can crack them. Man, I got,
1: dude, I got uh, I got one of those. What are
0: you doing? Get out of here, little baby. Yeah, you little stinky baby.
1: Kind of like one of those totally unexpected type spots. same sort of yeah. thing. Because it was like it was at a winery in East Texas. I booked it from this dude from New York, James Myers, that uh, had booked a run through Texas, and he was, you know, I was on seven or eight dates around texas with him last summer but one of the dates was at this winery dude and we showed up thinking like uh, you know a couple of these gigs we showed we did johnson city and it was like seven people at that one and we're like so we're showing up to this east texas spot like not even like what what are we getting under here like we have no idea it could be awful um we show up dude, like 300 plus damn yeah Dude, I was like, "Oh damn, dude!" And I same thing, man. I went up and I'm like, "I fucking crushed!" And I came off and I'm like, "Man, I know, like Standing that's old. that's lucky, like to have this crowd, like like just I haven't
0: played for a crowd that big in the last you year know, since I've, I've I haven't played ha- for that a crowd that big. But now you, I mean, you just find it, like I just did this place called Alamo Biscuit. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Bobby Smith, San so Antonio. Put it together, dude. I told I told Bobby it was to like 70 yeah. people in there in a restaurant. Yeah. it's not it's not set up for stand up, right? Right. But there was kids there. Mm-hmm. Dopest show. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. And it was just like, and the old me would have been like, man, there's kids here. This yeah. is a restaurant. Like, you know, two year in me would be like this. What? And that's just the nerves coming out. Like, I don't think I can be funny here. Yeah. And no, they loved it. It was great. And that's because I went after like they did like four comics did an hour, not mm-hmm. each, but together. And then I had to do thirty after
1: yeah you know say what you will about conservatives and republicans they can at least take a joke you can go after them and they'll
0: laugh you go after liberals ooh, they don't like that like left-wing people you, they don't like to be you attacked had, no they can you have to go after them either it either has to, there's no has to be way more creative i don't know it's yeah just, subtle and creative like oh like oh, oh yeah. nice jab or totally overboard where it becomes ironic it's just like i know you don't mean that i know you don't yeah mean
1: that.
0: there's only two ways
1: the joys of fatherhood.
0: You know what? Uh, when I was, they asked us what we wanted to be when we were little. Like I'm talking about like fourth, fifth grade. So what's that? Twelve. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, that's like nine, ten, nine, ten, maybe eleven. He said, "Yeah, okay, so nine, ten, yeah, yeah." And they asked everybody what they wanted to be, and it was like astronaut, basketball player, and I was just like, "I want to be a dad." Oh. And I remember that I got laughed at. No, I, I seriously, I, I was if I was rich, Aww. if I had money, if there was a girl here, she'd be going. Aww, if I had money, right if now? I had money, uh, I'd probably have like six or seven kids. Not by now, but total. If I had money, dude, that's a lot of kids, man. That is a lot of kids. Um, Does I still don't know if I,
1: mean? I still don't know if I ever want to have kids, man. Why? I just don't know. Um, I feel like I probably will still like want to at some point. I think I will, cause I think I'd be, I think I'd be a pretty good dad, man. I just, but like I just know that my life is not at a point right now where I'm prepared to be that good dad for
0: a kid if I was to have one. So it would be. My family wants me to have more. Cause then the again, only. I think if I had a kid,
1: I'd probably kick me into that mode. Probably. They're, they're the
0: only two great uh, grandchildren, so they pr- keep pressuring me to have more. And like, no, I was like, we we are broke as shit. I was like, uh, you know, if if either we if we make a lot of money very soon because mm-hmm. the cutoff is like like very close uh, or I'll just adopt I'll adopt when we have money you know how much it is to adopt a kid forty thousand dollars that's insane that's why nobody gets adopted forty thousand dollars
1: that's ridiculous I didn't know and then
0: I heard that they can very easily. Like you have kids, is there like a market
1: though, or like aren't no like idea. the darker have, the skin isn't the, the cheaper the kid usually? Jeez, I, <laughs> I have no idea about that. So they, uh didn't Suarez have a joke about that? He no. Like, I don't Suarez remember. used to have a joke about something like that, dude. He was like God
0: dang, well you delivered it horribly. <laughs> no, dude. He <laughs> just made himself racist as shit. Bro.
1: Jeez. Uh dude, that's not racist. Why why is reality racist? I don't understand this. It's not. Racist. Well, it's I think it's, it's, racist that's even I think yeah. I think a little white kid <coughs> Adopting a little white kid is probably that's a, stereotype. a little bit more It, it may
0: be. That's no, not maybe. that is not maybe. true because uh, uh, there's, a, there's
1: a this is a thing about comedy too this right here what you're doing right now Like I know my heart I know my character i'm i'm steadfast in who i am as a person like if people i i, I say a lot of shit that people yeah. say this kind of shit to me and i'm like you're wrong you're fucking wrong and i hate oh, people that you know like what? I, that I've, will I've, I've insist freaked. that they know what i what i like it's like if you received it that way i don't i understand it but you can't tell me what my heart is i only well, only I, just, I do i only didn't I
0: say you're a racist i said what you said was racist
2: <laughs> is there a
1: difference okay
0: yeah, yeah. there is a difference because you don't know what you said is he's racist. He's not a racist. He, he just says racist things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not nah. like your grandpa. Your grandpa's <laughs> fucking <laughs> racist. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's not but, a racist. But yeah, yeah, he just, just says say, racist. It, okay, for example, in college, I got friends who were like, I'm going to go eat. What are you going to eat? Uh, tacos? Uh, I know they're not like going to burn fucking across in my yard, but I'm like, that's a racist fucking thing to say, motherfucker. Yes, I am going to go eat some tacos. I enjoy Eating tacos, but I forget that for white people, it is more of a trigger word. When I would calling somebody, calling somebody racist, a white person racist, is like the worst thing you can call somebody. Do you understand why it can ruin
1: your life? Do you understand that? Like it's like a rape allegation. No, it's not. If you're, but it. I'm talking about in terms of. If are if somebody comes out and says this person, you're this is a racist, yeah. Then they will be and, they will be and tried and convicted by the court of the public s- opinion and the stupid quicker people, than it
0: will ever show up in any courtroom, right? But if you think, as being if like, you think they're really racist, from if you so think they're really racist, you're n- then yes, the majority of people are going to if you really are racist, the majority. But if you're not racist and people going to be like, oh, okay, I can see how you f- – either how they fucked up or that they're sorry for it or whatever so yeah you'll have like the dumb people who just you know who or the people who like to hate or already hated you yes they're gonna shit on you but eventually the rest of the people are gonna know it's like oh no he just they fucked up dude fucked up yeah well i there's mean some things though it just comes out uh like the dude who played kramer just sure. like you apologize all clearly you want Clearly racist clearly yeah racist. very like, clearly yeah, yeah racist there's no joke no there's no... It was like, holy... There's no subtext. There's no... Yeah. It's now, just now racist. Now, Ari Shafir, they're calling him racist. Like, messed up? Yes. Racist? No. For the Kobe joke? Yeah.
1: No. I I, I would put that as, like, a a shitty human being, yeah, but, but not, not racist. racist. But that's the word that people yeah. like to,
0: to, to, to throw around. I don't think, yeah. Is, is oh, you're Well, you're hey, when, when they racist. don't
1: match up with two people in an interaction, that's an easy one to do, right? I mean, fucking...
0: Well, no, it's, okay, you're more, likely to your click, kids. you're more likely to click on something negative than positive. So if somebody says, somebody's being racist, it's like, oh, it's like saying, oh, nude photos here. So it's <laughs> like a negativity thing. So we click on it. Even though there is, uh, uh, well, I don't want to bring it up because Joe Rogan, this is the problem with listening to any podcast. Stop that. You start doing it on your you start, podcast. Yeah, you start saying it on your podcast, but there is, stop that. There is, a, you're getting chalk all over me, Zozo Bozo. Go inside, ma'am. Um And so um That they called So and so's being racist But they weren't being racist At all it, I think it was sexist Something they were being sexist mm-hmm. But it was just like Whoa Where did the racism come from Yeah they did, They're not being racist at all And there was no retraction It was just You know The headline of it But negative headlines Okay For example The Shane Gillis thing Right mm-hmm. The SNL writer The, right? the guy who was gonna be Gonna be he, an SNL And S. he got and fired Cause he, he made f- some Joke about yeah, Chinese it, people On his podcast or something Yes, and he was saying, he was saying using racial slurs. So I saw a bunch of stuff on that, right? Meanwhile, it was the first uh, Asian American to ever be, a full Asian American, because I know it was Rob Schneider, but full Asian to be on SNL. Never in 44 years, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody can tell me that dude's name at the time, but everybody knew Shane Gillis. Why? Yeah. Because we like to point at people who are doing worse than us. Yeah, and we like see see he's not oh good congratulations to you you're better than me so I'm I don't really want to pay attention to that but you you're worse than me and I need to take you down a peg yeah because I have a crab in the barrel mentality and the only way to make my building bigger is if I tear yours down and so you got to have the that m- why do you think I said earlier it's a fuck people no no, no no that, no that, but but that's like a lot of people's okay, mentality okay you, you, you have you have okay you, but it's like you have an energy bar right you have only a certain amount of energy people are going to tear down your stuff. So what you can do is try to um tear down theirs as well. What's you're spending your energy or as they tear it down, you just keep building it up. You keep building and if they tear down a certain part, build around it, build it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just you only have this amount of energy and you say you're saying I'm this instead of attacking you, I'm going to take that 10 15 20% energy that I was going to use on you and I'm going to use it on me to get better, yeah. to build this out. Yeah. Because it's just, it's, it, it, it's just, it, you're fighting against yourself. You're screwing yourself up.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm a pretty big purist as far as comedy goes. When I, um, <coughs> I, I am against banning anybody from stage. Let them go on stage. Let them say what they want to say. Like people will be outed eventually if they are truly shitty people and the people who are decent people, even if they're misunderstood at points you know if you give them a chance you might understand them more but like i would never say like anybody should be banned from a stage now if you're you know uh, talking about an open mic situation like whoever put up whoever you know like don't say this person can't come to this venue at all ever like because they said the wrong things or whatever that's what we're doing here we're do- that's what we're we're all we're all trying t- all of us are Constantly testing boundaries and trying to figure out where they exi- where they are, and what we can do and what we can say, and where the boundaries are with our audiences that we can yeah, yeah. cross. Because or
0: you're, sometimes, but you're, I think you're concentrating too much on the minutia of your of <clears> your city or your um, scene or whatever. And it's like, all right, that one mic, whatever. I'm they don't want me because you didn't like what I posted on Facebook to your mic. I won't go. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. It's just like don't again, don't put any type of energy into that and if they all ban you all right cool i, I got a mic and if you have good stage time i don't give a damn comedians are gonna go and they're gonna either if you have a show they're gonna work for you because you're gonna pay them or they're gonna get on that mic unless you're like yeah like a, like you did something where it's like a, that's a felony right or you did something where it's like this dude is well, like you, if you insane. committed
1: a crime yes
0: yeah this probably dude is i get that But But short of that, until we start arresting people for shit they say on stage again. And you know, this type of group, this type of people don't like me. Don't go through there. Create your own door. Create your own sandcastle.
1: Well, there is also a mentality of a comedian on stage that we all have of we want to make everyone laugh. And so I don't want to make
0: everyone laugh. No.
1: Who do you want to? You only want to make it, part
0: of your audience laugh. No, I, I would like when you I want find, the, you no, don't want no, no. the whole audience to laugh. I want when I find my audience, I want them all to laugh. When I find my audience, I'm talking about an audience, not your audience. An audience. Don't you want to make
1: them all laugh? Isn't that the goal?
0: There's, Is that not the goal? No, no, no. If for if they're, for <laughs> example, like sometimes you'll have a, a bad set, right? But it's just like, and you heard the comment before you destroy with some hack racist. Homophobic mm-hmm. BS, you know, it just sure. it's bad, and they destroy it. And you go up there and you're doing your bits, and they're like kind of chuckling. It's just like, I don't care. I'm making people laugh because I already know you're dumb. You're dumb. You and may not care, but that doesn't mean you're not. I know what to try d- to get. Them I know to what laugh. it takes to destroy in that room. And I know what I got to say. But See, it's But like, that's like I think that's limiting yourself
1: because that's like saying I, my material can't do well in this room because the other someone else's shittier material did well that doesn't I don't think that you like you you. I I don't think you could even compare what you do to them you have to be like this is my thing I own my set my right. act and I go up and it doesn't matter what the person before me said it doesn't matter if, if this room is like procl- has proclivities towards that sort of thing I should. Probably still be able to make them laugh with what I'm talking about if it's a good yeah. a good joke. I,
0: that's what I said. They're, you know, they're, so they're chuckling I, at me, right? But it's not everybody laughing. It's like 60 <clears throat> of the room, 70 right. of the room laughing. I'm not saying the whole room is like this, but there's a large chunk that's just not. You know what I mean? Just man, you like some hack crap. Shit. I know, I know, I know what to say because I've done it before. I've done it at open mics where I'm doing my set. You know now i said jokes and i'm like all right i'll give it maybe they're not that funny but i know what you want and so i'll just be like man y'all have have eating pussy ah and i'm like yep i knew it that's exactly what you wanted <coughs> and it's like i did that for so many years it didn't help me because when i was bombing in a real situation and i went to that and they still didn't laugh i'm like oh it's me I'm not funny enough. I'm not clever enough. There's something I'm not bringing across for you to see for for that audience, right? Versus a bar audience where you got to shuck and jive to make them laugh. You know what I mean? There's there comes a point where it's just like, all right, now I don't care if I make. That's what I'm saying. Not everybody do I care to make laugh. Right. Makes sense now. Not I'm not being like fucking up my own ass. Like I don't. I do it for me, and that's why I like comp. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying sometimes you know what you need to do and it's just like i don't want to do that that's why honestly man for me all things being equal i'd rather go
1: up on a show and not have no inkling of anything of how the comic before me did if i'm not if, you know if i'm a host that's obviously not in a hosting but if like i'm featuring or showcasing and i'm not you know I, like to not know what the person before me did, or like how the audience that. reacted, I have no basis of anything. So I go in with my shit pure. I'm not in any way having myself be kind of having those thoughts where you're like, oh, they're laughing at this, and I'm almost like, not like I want to do that, but I'm like almost like, should I do that? You know, it's like I, used, I don't have any. I used to do that. I used to do that. I'd rather just do my shit that I want to do, and I'm still gonna either have way, no I'm, inkling of what way, I'm anybody gonna do else it, did. Or I'm gonna what do it right way,
0: but I I I read the room. And that's something the Jay LaFar told me he's like you're very funny you just don't know how to read the room I was like I know how to read the room I just ignore it cuz I'm doing my stuff he's just like you can't do that read the room dude and I'm yeah. like all right so I started I started doing that I started having better sets and it wasn't that I changed my my set it, I it's not even that I changed my delivery it's uh how I how I pre- how I um, how i presented it and when yeah. i say delivery i didn't uh, i i mean like i still said the same thing but i i the the cadence might have been a little slower yeah you know what i mean or or i wouldn't have been I, I i you cuss a lot less you you learn oh you know what i need to be clean if i see a bunch of middle-aged white people i i make it clean well, let, me, let me answer this real quick yeah man
1: uh i don't know the subject of comedy uh, audiences and what I, okay, what you're, what I, you're, told, you're looking, I, t- I
0: told, uh, I, get over here, Zozo. Sorry, dad voice. <laughs> I had to use dad voice right there. You heard I it?
1: I had, had to use dad voice. That's that's dad voice. That was not, dad voice. That's not daddy voice. No, it's dad that's dad voice. That's dad voice. That's like, hey, I don't, I can't, daddy voice is fun. Dad voice.
0: I can't see you. What did you go? <laughs> she was just going around the house, and I was just like, hell no, get over dad here. Dad voice is, oh, shit. Yeah, her eyes got big, and she was like, oh, go over yep. here. Yep. That's that's a I sensed it too. I she was behind my head and I was like, uh, wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Oh, uh I, I, I mean, saying? I just oh, I was just saying I told, that I I this is what I told Raul. I told Raul, uh, I'm seeing it differently where it's like the audience now is is my the I'm a, either like a conductor or they're my instrument. More like a conductor where I'm conducting the audience. But it's the instrument where it's like, yeah, I'm going to do the same jokes, but some nights it's like, I know how to play piano. I know how to play guitar. I know how to play drums. I can do that all night, right? And those are different audiences. But then sometimes they're like, here's a banjo. Here's a saxophone. I don't know how to play those instruments, meaning I don't know how to get my jokes across to this audience, and I'm trying to play that, and it doesn't come off well. You, get what you what I'm know, saying? I think that
1: I, think that I, I can I – really I agree with what knowledge. you're saying, and I think how I would describe that is – what you kind of i think what you may mean you may describe it, um like being a good comedian it's like yeah sure we all want to get out here we all want to say we all want to get our voice out there you know we all want to we all want to say like we want to be our best self and self-actualize on stage and and connect with the audience and, and, and have like whatever it is that is our highest realization of what we're trying to go for up there that's what we want but guess what being a good comedian means knowing that in a, in order to ever even do that. <laughs>
0: oh
1: man, <laughs> this is this is a fun one. This has been a fun one. Uh, in order to do that, um, you have to know that you have to do what you need to do to get to be able to make that connection, and if that requires you to read that room and understand how to. How you you'll never you if you can't even connect with the audience at all, how are you gonna get across anything you're trying to say? You just got to know that there's you got to be able to be a comedian first before your message is ever gonna be heard. I guess is kind of the what I'm, but or whatever it is that you're no, trying fail, to do, fail whatever hard, you're trying
0: to achieve. Fail, fail hard, fail often. <clears throat> Learn to love the failure, and you'll get better from it.
1: Yeah, and I think you'll get better if you understand that you know sometimes like what i wanted to do on that lol host gig first show i did what i wanted to do i didn't yeah. do what i knew i needed to probably do Redo- second show i did what Redo- i knew i needed to probably do guess what way better show you know why because i was cognizant enough of well, knowing what i need what
0: i needed to fix it's different because it's not your show it doesn't say cody o'dell and paul Verzi. it says called paul Verzi. so it's not your show. You and I never said it was. I'm oh, I know saying, you did. All it. I'm
1: saying is that the difference between those two sets was that me recognizing that, like, I'm I'll I'll do anything if it's funny. I don't. I'm not gonna say that I'm not. Like, I can't do this joke because I'm hosting. Maybe I can. Is it funny? Does it work? Do I? Does it come in the in the right rhythm
0: in the set to make it work? Dear. All those things. You if you I can't do like my job
1: first to be establishing myself there as a comedian... Do you ever
0: feel like you're trying to be smarter than you are funnier?
1: I, you know, people might say that and I I just... I'm... No. No. I'm just trying to be funny, dude. I don't care. I'm not trying... I'm way past this idealistic... I'm so much more pragmatic about my comedy these days like about... Like, you know, Bill Hicks inspired me to do this and I wanted to be a little fucking mini Bill Hicks and I thought I could do that and it's like... That was, took me time over years of being like, you know, this is, first off, you got to be yourself. Secondly, you got to be funny. And then maybe thirdly, you can actually go into these things that you want to talk about. But, uh, you know, like, I I, I don't try to, I'm not trying to sound smart. I'm trying to structure a good joke mechanically that works and people laugh at. And, and I can, you know, build it. Hopefully, if it's an idea that I could expand it, you know, into a longer idea because, you know i think growing this growing a bit you know seeing a bit kind of take form um kind of like raul's uh you know grenade or his his firefight you know story yeah the the viral one i saw that bit over you know a few years at lol as he would do things and like and it kind of formed over that time into this like awesome closer seven minute long whatever it was you know piece Story. and yeah and it's like that's i feel like a great just building it and then you get it out there and then it's great if, if it is great and then you you know you just, you keep going you know you what uh d was it you said diaz joey diaz is mm-hmm. that what you said you know you just keep you just it's done and now you're going to the next thing you know just trying to like kind of uh keep going keep digging I well, don't know
0: Louis C.K. said it's like fruit, where a uh, joke it ripens and first it's it's it, you grow it, you put the seed in, then it, it it gets better and it ripens and it's great, and then it starts to rot. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit, that's true. That's yeah. why you get bored of yourself.
1: Yeah, and and then the challenge Hold is... Up.
0: Did you use the restroom? No.
1: Yeah. All right. I think when that happens, what you see a lot of like old, just kind of road dog headliner guys that you'll see yeah. work work in bc and, clubs and, and now they you know what they're, now, they're they're just hung on to jokes that had rotted and and
0: that's well no not necessarily not necessarily a lot of them do. there's a lot of really good headliners touring comedians who nobody knows who their name is because they're they're not you know social media savvy or whatever right they're fucking hilarious but the problem is that they stupid but they're getting their chance now with uh, Drybar. What's up? Are y'all still podcasting or what? Yeah. Yeah, bro. Oh, okay.
2: What's the deal? Are you still leaving at 5.30 or no?
0: Yeah, Marissa's on her way right now. Oh,
2: shit. Okay. All right. I guess I'll be over there right now.
0: All right, bye. Whatever, dude. All right, Just come over, bitch. God. Um...
1: No, yeah, I mean, dude, there's a lot of guys like, but I'm talking. What I'm what I'm referring to is like, there's some guys. It's like they're Come out. The, the, some people you're talking about, I think, are still ascending right now in their careers, and like I'm talking about guys that already peaked. They're never gonna ascend. They're on their down. They're on. They're already on the on the back slope. Those guys are just they're still getting work,
0: and they're still doing their set. But it's you, like that. They're just doing. That, that happens to every. Well, not not that not not that. They people stop working on the set, but the downfall, the where you you start to dip, that happens to everybody. Every well, I know, comment, I know, every comic. <laughs> but I I think a lot of why the bees go. oh go inside before the bee gets you. It's gonna sting you.
1: Yeah. Now they're gonna um, be
0: afraid of bees. Great. I don't <laughs> want to say that.
1: Yeah, dude. I mean, you're the biggest proponent of like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, there's no real like bigger point. It's just just enjoy having fun and getting make making people laugh and getting booked and when you can and yep just yeah which, i'm like in my head i wanted to emphasize not
0: not in anybody else's head but in my head i already made it because i i get to see my kids all the time i get to stay home and work i go on gigs i go on the road i'm doing like i'm not doing it at the level that i want to do it but as far as like i made it towards like I'm not a financial burden to my family. You know what I mean. I'm actually making enough money where I'm making a a really, well, I won't say really nice, but a nice, nice chunk of money f- that I can, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, help support my family. So it's like, like I'm pretty close to what I said. I, I said if I can make fifty thousand dollars doing stand up comedy. Then I'd be, I'd be happy And I'm close to that It's not through stand up comedy It's through a bunch of other th- things But you know I'm still doing the stand up See and my
1: viewpoint is so different Mine is if I could realize my fullest potential As a comedian Oh that's what you strive for That's that like money will come I know it will I just I don't if I worry about the money Then I'm fucking you don't, I'm fucked no, I have to worry about the, here's the, the problem, craft you don't, really.
0: choose, you don't get to choose if you're great People don't, Dave Chappelle did not choose. I understand that, but that doesn't mean
1: I can, like, I don't, maybe I'm not great, dude. Maybe, maybe all of this will end up being all for No, I'm not saying there's, but to me, my goal is whatever my greatest is for me, uh, that's what I want to be. I want to be that, whatever the best I can be personally. I know I might not be as good as Raul. I know I may not be a Chappelle or Bill Hicks or any of that. I want to be the best I myself within me, my voice and really yeah. establish myself and let those things that I want the, the ability to, to live from it. If I'm doing it that way, I know it's going to be, it's going to be there because I'll, I won't have to worry about like, I'm, 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 it's, it's working and it's, and it's connecting. And like, there's so many people out there making a living from this shit, but like, I, I never have done it for the money. I don't think you've ever done it for the money. So it's like, I'm not, I think I wanted to say this because I've said this earlier, but um, l- when I talked about, like, w- laughter and why we laugh and what's important about it and why it exists, even. You know, for entertainment is what I said earlier. You know, I think it does. For entertainment, for sure. You know, just to kind of take our mind off things for a while. We can just entertain ourselves with something. To laugh, like people say. I came to Comedy Club to laugh. Okay. But I think... M- laughter in a much deeper sense exists for survival of all of us we have to have it to be able to survive and i think it exists for a reason it doesn't evolutionarily speaking it exists for a reason it had to be a survival thing because you know especially if we're talking about when we're in living in caves and like if i'm the smaller male you know there's a lot of males out there that could fucking kill me in a second i had to be able to figure out a way to fucking survive be you know getting somebody to like you so that you can you know we can get along and fucking keep building our species you know so to me i think it's a survival thing and i i appeal to that more so than i appeal to the entertainment part i think the entertainment part is part of it for sure but to me the survival part is the one that gets that deeper visceral place that you know you're just you're like that I don't want the laugh that you laughed because it was entertaining. We're all, ha ha ha, this is funny. We're all in the moment. I want the laugh that was like, (coughs) like I just, I didn't even have a choice. It just came out of me. That's, you're drawing that out of people. Yeah. That's, that's killing. That is true crushing where they didn't even have a choice. Like they just, it's involuntary. Yeah. I I want the, I want the not having a choice laughter, I guess is what I'm going for.
0: That should be most laughter. Most laughter is involuntary because if not, if it's not involuntary, then you're fake laughing.
1: Well, I but I also think laughter is contagious, and in certain contexts, you know, when people are laughing and the room's going, and, like, people may be prone to laugh at things they may not have laughed at, you know, in different situations. So, I think there could be something to he, that, but uh, also I think there's something where it's like, you just hear something, and it just triggers, it's just like, oh my god, it's fucking hilarious,
0: like, done. I think it's like, even when you're killing, it's still, like, only, like, 98% of the room. There's still that, two, that those... Yeah. those you know, it's 100 people in there. There's still those two or three people that are just staring at you like, why is everybody else laughing? It's like, fuck. And that's the only people I can see. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. laugh. Yeah. Fucking.
1: I do. You, I mean, do you think there is a such thing as a 100% kill?
0: Yeah. But it's like. with It's 20, like a rarity, like 20, 25 people. It's like. <laughs> I can literally see everybody laughing. And it's usually with things that are, that actually just happen. It's not even my bit. It's just that I was I was so in the moment and I said something that made everybody laugh because we all just experienced it so even if my jokes you can't identify with you can identify with this because we experienced this together
1: well that was like one of the sets one of the best sets i've had in recent memory was when a guy i said how much do you, how do you know if you've had too much to drive and uh i was like when you can't get it up and then it just the room it just eh, i mean it was like a true moment where it's like they they i think if people engage because they know it's organic and it's like it's happening in the moment and everybody's there with it and it just like that was 100 percent kill for sure but it was like there was something that happened that created this unique situation in the moment that i think people connected because it's like we know this is all a one-time personal thing that's happening when this room we're not this is not any way scripted monologue like this is true funny in the moment could type shit you know so and then but then i took that story and i could tell that story on stage now and it's funny telling yeah. the story you know that's how funny it was <clears throat> in the moment because i'm like i wouldn't normally talk
0: about things that happened on stage i do I I, stage. I I say it like after the jokes i'll I'll say the joke and then i'll say if, if it happened something funny in another another place i'll be like i said that i've said so i have two specific jokes where i'm like I said that I I even say I said that joke in Austin and then I go on with the rest of the joke. What happened after the show? And then there's another one I said uh, this uh, this guy in the back in Houston and then I say what he said. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I've done that where I break down. I've done shows at these places and these are funny reactions that and I, but I, I I I they just heard the joke and then I kind of like take them there immediately. Mm-hmm. I mean instead of bringing it up, like one time I was at a show, you know what I mean? So it's just like you heard the joke and I'm going to tell you the response because you might have been, and and sometimes, and I've done it before in other jokes, but sometimes that might not have been the response that I've gotten from anybody, but I know that that's probably what the majority of people are thinking. So then I address it through the response of a past audience member that never really happened. And Mm. they're like, whoa, I was thinking that. I was going to say that, but now I'm glad I didn't because I saw how you flipped it.
1: Yeah yeah um i definitely dude um with with what uh the laughter you get dude like it feels good for me to unlock something in an audience like i if you if an audience is hot that's Uh, one thing i don't
0: i never feel like i unlock anything because that audience allows you to make them laugh but yeah. ev- all audiences are allowing you; they're they're allowing it to be present in the moment with you. We're gonna listen to you, and if it's funny. We're gonna laugh. So they're allowing you. It's it's because you can go out there and be like, "Hey, what's up?" I bet y'all are gonna laugh at everything I say, and then try to do your bits. Watch you bomb. Watch you bomb in front of. I don't care if there's three thousand people. You're gonna even if it's super fun. It, I mean, it's gonna be hard. You might get a couple of chuckles, but it's yeah, you're screwed. So the our audience is allowing you we're gonna we're gonna take away we're gonna how how does it uh dis dis ah, distend disbelief or di- what is it
1: uh feign? not faint i don't know what it, i'm not sure what you're trying to say uh
0: something about disbelief we're going to suspend your disbelief yeah, there we go
1: I'd like to be the thief that steals that jaded necklace that you're always wearing
0: yo it's suspend your yeah it's, yeah, I know. it's three. anyway so they're they're allowing you to they we're gonna go into your world and right. we're going to go there but with you. I think as but the comedian you're like the You have lock. to take them there. You're like the key
1: master, and you're just calibrating that key just in the right way to unlock it and then
0: you're opening that. That's your you're having to find that. You're uh I think you're opening the door and you're making it look enticing but they have to go through it. Yeah. Well, I also think honestly we're over dude, analy- I, I, analyzing stand up and it's really just about making really good dick jokes. So. Well,
1: I, dude honestly also man like, male or female i really good so much time. of like what is going on in your own actual life outside of comedy has so much to do with what you do and how you can be because yeah, comedy because it's comedy's not like when it's, it's a job when, of it. when it's a job instead of a like thing you just did because you really loved it and you do it because you want to go do it it's like and then when it's a job you're like now i have to do it some days that i just i, I maybe was not in that place and that some days you're just not feeling like you know. Everybody's got an off day every now and then. So it's like those days. Yeah, but you still you, you still, still got to get it. up there and figure out how to tune into yourself enough that they're gonna connect to you. Because I like the other night, bro. You're I can tell you right now. Day. The other night when you saw me at Valve, huh? I felt just kind of detached a little from my from the, the state. when I was on stage. I just was not necessarily completely yeah. present. And I'm like mad at myself for it because, like, why the fuck? Why? Why would I do that? But it's like I just know that's what it was i was just yeah. not really all in it and uh, how are they gonna get all in it if yeah. i can't even get an all in all-in on it? Yeah. you know like so it's difficult man like life sucks sometimes and you gotta deal with it and I, I try gotta, to still do it i gotta get ready for a show yeah man word well hey um it's been fun we got a good hour 40 so should cut it Probably make it.
0: Uh, any pipes? Uh, any yeah. Uh, check out com. That is sketchescom Submit for that. Uh, when they're is, they're when open is right now. They're it's open submissions right now. Sum, it's early bird. Sketches? It's open all the way to the end of May. And Sweet. Then this year, we're going to New York at the Pit. That's near the Empire Ooh, State Building. the People's uh, Improv the, Theater. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so do. we're going there. That's where it kicks off. And then we're coming back. And we're looking at a few places in... Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, and the finals will be in Austin August 2nd. We're just waiting to finalize it before we announce where. And the winner this year, the winners uh, get $1,500 in cash and prizes. So $1,000 for the grand prize winner and for uh, the other people, $500 in prizes. And uh,
1: they can submit for that. Where exactly? Film Freeway. Film
0: go to f- com, Battle of sketches. Or at uh, Battle of the Sketches,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, it's on Film Freeway. Check out FMCW Studios. Got a podcast, Wolf of Ignorance, Daddy No Podcast. Uh, when does this come out? Uh, this will be the next one I put out, so next week. Okay, uh, I will be at the Empire Theater for the Hog Comedy Festival. It's the new uh, Latin X Comedy Festival. It used to be Latino Comedy Festival. Now Latin X Comedy Festival. It's three days in San Antonio. I'll be performing. The Empire Theater, February twenty-first at seven. Get your tickets and Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club, uh, February twenty-third. So yeah, check those uh, dates out.
1: Right on, man. Well, Josh Cabaza, thank you for for sitting with me. Man. I'm glad we got a little more time, even though we had. This will be that. We'll, this is like the interrupted podcast. This it's we'll live. call out this. But uh, thanks, man.
0: 1985, I arrived. 33 years damn i'm grateful i survived we wasn't supposed to get past 25 jokes on you motherfucker we
2: alive
0: alive alive jokes on you motherfucker we alive